another Monday and another episode of the Huga Girls podcast. I'm Emma. And I am Maddie, and we are so excited to be back another week, another Monday. We're wrapping up the season and the upcoming weeks, so every episode is so special for us to record. Yeah, so exciting, and we have even more exciting days ahead because literally in a week, I mean, it's this week when you guys are hearing it, but it's a week from when we're recording it, but this week... Oh my gosh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, from when you're hearing this, we'll be together. No, it's Thursday. Yes, and this goes up on, oh, it goes up on Monday. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was thinking that it went up on Wednesday. You know that song that's like, days of the week, do, do, that's what, you need to listen <laughs> to that a few, a few times. <laughs> well, you know what, so yesterday I was teaching a sculpt class and I was counting and, you know, because you count down for your movements and everything and I was like, last eight, seven, six, eight, seven, and then I was like, I literally oh. looked around and I was like, I, um... <laughs> I was like, guys, I can't count today. I'm so sorry. And that's honestly, I mean, that shows where my brain's at. I don't know the days of the week. I don't know how to count. It's just, it's been a long week. And Emma, I don't know if you feel this way. Obviously, you guys are, oh, because it's Wednesday now. That's why I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Because we're recording on a Wednesday. So clearly my mind is all over the place. And Emma, I don't know if you'd agree. But this past week, when you guys are listening to this, um, which we hope you had a great weekend. Happy Monday, everyone. But the week before you guys were listening to this when we were recording, I feel like it's been moving in slow motion. Really? I feel like it has been the longest week of my entire life, and it's only Wednesday evening. I, I, I honestly feel the same way. I feel like my life has not been as hectic as yours. And, but again, we don't have to compare situations, and we're going to get into no, that. No, we do not. But anyway, I do feel like there's some weeks and you blink, and it's Friday, and then some days, like, I feel like truly it's Friday or Saturday right now and it's Wednesday I am totally well, agree I, with you yeah and I feel like since last week was a holiday week for us True. because we were coming off the 4th of July like it was like a four-day week I feel like it flew by whatever and then also this week at least for me like I've had very long days so I've had days where it's been like I've been waking up at 5 a.m. I taught a 6 a.m. yoga class um, and was doing the whole bit and so I just feel like every single day has dragged on and on and on and on and on and then also here in Denver, the weather has not been great. We've had some wildfires in the area, slash in oh, California yeah. and Idaho and everything. So the smoke has kind of moved into the Denver area. So it's been gloomy and like gray. And then today it finally started raining, which actually was great for the fires. But yeah. it's just, it's been dreary weather, which makes you just want to like sit in bed and do nothing. Yeah, it's rained and we're not having fires or anything. I didn't know that was going on. That's so scary. I always hear stories about that happening out west and that's so scary and hopefully you guys are all safe and yeah hopefully protected everyone's okay from that but yeah in south carolina we don't have those issues but this season this like summer season has been so rainy and maybe i don't know like i just feel like i've never been so conscious of the amount it's raining and i don't know if it's raining more if i just wasn't like aware as aware of it in past summers but i literally say all the times like my parents or my friends i'm like my goodness, it's literally raining every day. It really is. Even if it's just like a small afternoon storm, it's not like bad rain, but it has just been, it's been a rainy summer. I don't know, but it's, it's been good. I mean, this summer has been definitely different than last summer and in a lot of better ways. So, you know, we can take a little bit of rain. Yes. Rain is not, not that bad of a thing. And so, I don't know. I feel like like you were saying, this summer has been very different and it's very easy. I'm going to do a little segue here. Get ready for the transition. (laughs) The transition. But 
we obviously compare a lot of things in our lives and I feel like something that I personally have been comparing and Emma I know you touched on this either last episode or a couple episodes ago but is that I've been comparing this summer to last summer a lot I've been saying like oh last summer I wasn't working a nine-to-five I was kind of doing whatever I wanted to do I was um, hanging out with friends I was outside all the time But then I think about how I felt last summer and I was like, I'm just ready for everything to be normal. I'm ready to have a full-time job. I'm ready, you know, like do the whole bit. And so it's really easy to compare. And so I feel like this is kind of a random little transition, but Emma and I both have had a little bit of a weird summer um, just because you guys have heard about Emma's spiel with switching jobs in the middle of it. And um, my summer's actually been really good, but it's been very hectic. I've Mm -hmm. been, like, teaching and doing my job and everything. And so we were like, let's take some time and take some time to regroup, really come back recharged. And we have a lot of creative ideas on the docket for you guys. And so with that being said, we only have two more episodes left in season two, which is crazy. Three. Season Season three. three. See, Emma's making, like, three like holding up the number three on her end of the FaceTime call right now. I'm telling you, days of the week can't count. And like, I don't know what season we're on, clearly. (laughs) Um, So this is our last, third to last episode of season Season three. three. So then we'll be together next week. And we're doing some very exciting things for the podcast when we are together. And then um, the following week will be our last episode of season three. And then we will be back at it with you guys. Um, Season three should carry us through July and a little bit into early August. And we'll be back with you guys in September. So it's really a good little hiatus. It's not going to be super, super long. And it's just going to allow us to recharge and kind of get get grounded again I guess yeah absolutely I think every you know at every point at the end of the season we get to where you know a break is probably good in terms of the podcast and it's also hard um because we run out of content not even things to talk about because we love talking you know we we love we can talk a lot we can talk a lot but we just physically are not together so now that we're gonna be able to get together next week we're gonna be able to get a lot of our content together coming up for season four so we can kind of I don't even want to say rebrand, but like low key we're new, rebranding. New cover art. Oop. Yeah, so we get we can Did just get a lot of things it. done and we're not just like <laughs> randomly throwing it in the middle of a season. So I think this is a great time to kind of get get a new beginning going for the podcast and I'm really excited. I think we're gonna be we're gonna try to do some more you know, be more active on like TikTok and reels and stuff and just be more engaging and it's gonna be really, really fun. Um so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's super excited. And with that, you guys definitely should be following our Instagram if you're not already. Um, I believe there's almost 400 of you guys over there, which doesn't seem almost. like a lot when you think about numbers. But like for a podcast Instagram, we've been growing. We started off with like literally only the two of us following it. Yep. So we're growing. We're getting there. So definitely go follow Maybe us Maybe 400 over on for Instagram. season four. Wait. Wait. Yes, I love it. Let's, so it is H Y G G E Girls Podcast. So it's Hooger Girls Podcast. You guys can see it in the title. Um, same thing with our TikTok. Like Emma said, we're trying to be a lot more active on that. We're going to be posting more reels on Instagram. Just it's hard to get video content when you're 2,000 miles apart. And that's the hard truth. Just a little um, bit. But we're working on it just for you guys. 
yes, I'm very excited for what's to come. We obviously make do, but things are just getting bigger and better. And I think that is cute. It's like we've grown 100 followers probably every season If when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. So maybe our goal can be 400 for season four. And then by season 20, we'll have 2,000 followers. I don't know. But <laughs> it, it is really fun. Podcasts are just hard to grow kind of organically. And I am very happy with how far we have gotten. It's really cool, yeah. especially to look at our, um, like, insights for how many people listen to the podcast I mean we really do have a lot of people that come and listen so we appreciate you guys so much yes we love you we see you yes we do and it, it makes our day and it makes this worth doing as much as we love to chat amongst ourselves it definitely helps to have people engaging in the chats and everything we are actually talking about we're going to get into this later in the episode but we are doing some polls today on our instagram and some question boxes and a lot of people were engaging and it was really really cool um because you know right or back when we started or even last season we were having you know trouble getting people to engage so it's it's great I know we were texting about it and I was like oh my goodness it's so exciting to have people doing the polls responding to the text boxes because we haven't already had that participation participation and something that you guys um responded to on our polls today which like Emma said we'll get into a little bit later in the episode is angel numbers and if you believe in them your personal experiences with them your um what your angel numbers are so we're super excited to talk to you guys about that but are we ready to dive into the meat of today's episode yes absolutely if you guys can see the title of the episode you obviously clicked on it so thanks for joining um but the title is just because you carry it well doesn't mean it doesn't isn't mean it isn't heavy. heavy yes and I absolutely love this quote I actually took this I wish I could find it I took this off of some like one of those artsy little Instagram things but took a screenshot of it because I was like wow I actually really do love this quote and kind of how it applies to my life so I think what we're talking about mainly with this quote of carrying it is just emotional baggage And I don't Mm -hmm. know how you perceive it, Maddie, but I think that's kind of the overarching theme of just as we were talking about earlier with, you know, even comparing summers or something between summer 2020 and summer 21, things can get a lot deeper when you start comparing your emotional baggage and your trials and tribulations in your life and your friends and what you're going through to other people. And it can Mm -hmm. definitely lead to a lot of invalidation of yourself. And we've talked about social media comparison before, you know, not feeling like you're good enough, you know, girl boss energy last week, feeling like you have to be doing 110% all the time. But this is really gaining more towards your emotions and being able to be like, I don't want to say, like, be confident in your emotions, if that makes sense, but not being afraid to express how you feel and really about finding that community that allows you to express how you feel without making you feel bad about it or without making you feel invalidated. Yeah, and I I honestly, you guys, we were talking about this a little bit before the episode, just in what direction we kind of wanted to move in with this, and it really struck a chord with me because I have someone who is very close to me who they don't necessarily outwardly display emotions all the time and um, they have been through a lot they've been stereotypically someone who has carried it well and you would never know what they've been through if you didn't hear from them and it's really interesting because this person in my life has been told on numerous accounts 
that they are not emotional or that they actually haven't gone through hard things because it quote unquote didn't affect them. And it's really hard being close to someone who feels as though they can't actually be vulnerable and be open because the people around them are like oh no that's not you actually haven't been through anything because you maybe don't cry all the time or maybe you don't um, show it outwardly or you don't bring it up into conversation all the time and so I think it is a really good reminder like Emma was saying to kind of remember that everyone handles trials and tribulations differently everyone regardless of how you've grown up or the environment that you've been raised in or anything like that, everyone is going to have high highs and low lows, every single person. And it's going to look different for every single person. And there might be people out there who have gone through low lows and you would have absolutely no idea because they are someone who quote unquote carries it better Mm -hmm. than someone else. And so I think it's just a really good, good reminder that um, there is some for lack of better words, there's some real shit out there. And just because you're handling yourself and you're presenting yourself in a way to the outward world that comes across polished or clean or put together or non-emotional in the case of this person that I was referencing, doesn't mean that what you have gone through, doesn't mean that what you are going through isn't heavy. It doesn't mean that it doesn't carry a weight, that it's not a burden for you. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think it goes back to just the simple statement of you don't know what people are going through because it's really true. And some people I think are just naturally more emotional. And we've done the whole talk about girls versus guys kind of thing. Like girls, sometimes it's more acceptable to be emotional compared to guys where, you know, guys don't seem like they're having emotional problems, but they probably are deep down, but it's just a little more stigmatized to talk about that, um, which it definitely shouldn't be. It a you know, that applies to girls, of course, as well, feeling like they can't express emotion because this this is personally how I feel is I'm very much like kind of the funny friend, like the happy friend, the like, I don't want, you know, I'm not trying to like boost my ego, but I'm that person that's like cracking jokes. It's like maybe you're happy, go lucky. Yeah. Happy, go lucky. Like trying to make everything fun, like really trying to just like live in the moment. And so I feel like I can't put that guard down a lot of the times and sometimes even in front of my family I mean my dad will tell me he's like I just love how you're so happy all the time and you're so positive and I'm like um like yeah (laughs) I'm like yes that's good but like they even my family I feel like doesn't understand that I probably have a lot more emotional baggage than they realize and I go through a lot more mentally than they realize and especially you know my friends I you know the phrase closet crier I think I'm definitely Mm -hmm. a closet crier and I'm not afraid to I I wouldn't say that I'm afraid to like crying people and cry in front of people or like express that I'm sad I just it's not that I'm afraid I just prefer to like keep it in on myself you just don't do it yeah I don't want to burden other people or, and it comes back around to this is the whole mindset we're trying to express that can become unhealthy is I feel like I can't go talk to my friend about being sad that, you know, let's think of an example like, oh, my boyfriend broke up with me. Um, or like, let's say your friend's boyfriend broke up with her, but you're really bummed out because you just got left out of something in your friend group. And you feel like you can't go to your friend who just got broken up with and be like, I'm really sad that, you know, I 
and keep being left out, like I'm not being included in my friends because you feel like the weight of your problem is less than the weight of her problem or his problem or whoever. And that's obviously just like a random example. And it's a hard line to find of like when you're not talking about yourself too much and when you're not invalidating other people. But sometimes by validating other people so much, you don't ever get your own vents out. You don't ever get your emotions Mm -hmm. out. You don't get to express how you feel because you're worried about it not being quote that big of a deal when yeah it's it's valid it really is well and that's that is the hard line like you were saying is that everything that you're going through is so valid and your emotions are so valid and it's hard because I know personally for me like I've been in that situation and even recently like was going through a little bit of a tough time and um the person that I usually confide in besides you was also going through a tough time and they um had a lot of life changes on their plate and I knew that mentally they weren't doing amazing I knew that physically they weren't doing amazing and I almost felt guilty talking to them about what was happening in my life because I was like well I physically am doing okay you know like I didn't have to undergo this huge change or anything and like mentally yeah I'm not great right now but like I am in a place where like I have other people that I can talk to whereas this person like felt kind of isolated because they were like these other people don't know what I'm going through and it is hard because it's like you want to find that line and you want to be open you want to be vulnerable and what ended up happening was I was just honest and they were like Maddie I'm one of your best friends like I want to hear that stuff like I I want to hear what you're going through I don't want to just tell you about what I'm going through and I even was like I'm so sorry for ranting to you I feel like I just like unleashed everything and they were like don't be sorry like you're not ranting you listen to me all the time and you listen to what's going on in my life why would you not do the same for me like you know and so I think that that's kind of what it comes down to is that you have to remember that your journey in life is so different from anyone else's very true and it's very interesting because like we've said Everyone has the high highs and the low lows. And usually when this kind of like friction, this tension feels a little off is when someone else is having a high high and someone else is having a low low. And so then it feels like maybe something went wrong when this person is having a low in their high period and they feel kind of off or whatever, but they feel like they can't tell the other person because this other person is in a valley and this other person is dealing with some really harsh negative things and so the thing is is that things tend to even out Mm -hmm. to a certain standpoint like at a certain point you're all you're both going to kind of come back to center you're both kind of going to become neutral again and maybe that big inciting incident that made your life so terrible at that point in time is going to start to fade away Mm -hmm. and maybe that big inciting incident that made your life so amazing at the time is also going to start to fade away and so it really is just this kind of ebb and flow of emotions and acknowledging that you're not going to be on the same wave as everyone in your life is I feel like a really good way to just kind of encompass this feeling of like you don't have to feel invalid for having feelings. Yeah, I 100% agree, and I love how you're talking about you kind of do, you know, you go through the ups and downs, but at some point you kind of come back to the middle, and you should be able to, you know, those people that are in the high highs and that are on those mountains and are just thriving, you should be able to be happy for them, and at the same time, those people that are, 
you know, on the low lows, you should be able to confide in them and support them. And if you're the high person, you should be able to be around people that will support you. And if you're on the low side of it, you should also be able to feel like you're around people that support you because community is so important. And I think what is really important about this mindset of if you feel like you are someone who is, you know, carrying a lot of heavy stuff, but you do it well, you know, you're you're not, you're pretty unemotional on the outside or you don't like to talk Mm -hmm. about your problems. And that honestly can be like, you don't have to talk about your problems. That truly can be a personal preference, but just allowing yourself to validate your emotions. But the point I was getting to is just not apologizing for how you feel. Um, And again, this is obviously within reason, but what you were saying with your friend Maddie is how you were like, I'm sorry that I'm ranting. And the key word there is just you saying, I'm sorry. It's like, I, I feel mm-hmm. that way all the time too. I have to apologize that, oh, I'm, I'm sorry that, you know, I'm talking about myself or I'm sorry that I'm complaining or I'm sorry that I'm, you know, bringing the mood down by talking about something negative. But it's that mindset we all get trapped in is that there's something wrong. It implies that there's something wrong with expressing negative emotion yeah Yeah. expressing that you're not doing the best expressing something you're struggling with and it can be as simple as like I'm just so freaking tired today and I don't have the motivation to do anything or it can be something as big as like you know I got fired from my job or whatever there's such a range but again that that comparison is irrelevant when it comes to how you feel about it. And of course, you know, it's important in life. Things are going to knock you down. You have to be strong. You have to persevere, but you can't just ignore how you feel. You can't allow yourself to apologize for feeling the natural waves and the ups and downs of life because we literally all go through it. Like I would consider myself a happy person, but there are just some days where I'm like, I am just not doing well. I feel sad. I feel unhappy. I feel unfulfilled. Like uh, we all have those moments and it's, it's tough, but it's well, nothing to apologize for. No. And it kind of goes back to the saying, just kind of in conclusion of this portion of the episode, I guess, which is actually going to tie into the second part of it pretty well, I think. But, um, it kind of all goes back to the simple saying of like, you don't appreciate the sunshine without the rain. And I think that that's a really good reminder is everyone has sunshine, everyone has rain, and it rains in different parts of the world and it's sunny. And so you're not always going to be lined up with everyone else and that's okay. It's, it's, it is okay at the end of the day. So kind of taking a transition a little bit, um, which I know I said was still going to somewhat be related to this <laughs> topic of just because you carry it well doesn't mean it isn't heavy. Um, and we're going to kind of go back to that. I have a little fun little anecdote to share with you guys in just a little bit, which I think is kind of a fun, fun story. But Emma, I have to ask, do you believe in angel numbers? This is, this is interesting for me, um, and if you don't know what angel numbers are, just to start off with, these are things, these are numbers specifically, they usually come in sets of threes that you see repeatedly over the course of maybe weeks, months, years, your life, um, so I'm sure you've heard people talking about it or you've even noticed yourself, you stumble across, you know, there's repeating number sequences like 111, 555. You, you always see 333 on the clock. Like, you basically see it everywhere. Like, let's say you wake up 
wake up from a nap and it's 2.22 p.m. and then you buy a coffee and it's for $2.22 and then you watch a movie and it's $2 and 20 or two hours and 22 minutes long like it's just those repeated numbers and they can actually people assign meaning to what these numbers represent um and getting back to your question Maddie, of whether or not you believe in them I think they give you as much power as you'll allow them to is my big thing is you could go about let's say you see for me like it's 555 like that's the number when I was in probably like middle school to early high school I saw a lot like I would always randomly wake up in the middle of the night or I guess it was early morning but at like 555 I would see it so often I remember even though I was young Um, and that's something that's kind of cycled through my life and used to be kind of like oh I see five all the time so that's my lucky number but I think if I were just to not think anything about it it's not going to obviously negative impact negatively impact my life. I think I'm just going to go about my day and ignore it. But if you use it as something that can kind of evoke an emotion in you, I think it can actually be a really positive thing. So let's say, you know, and we're kind of we're kind of going to go through what different numbers mean, but let's say, you know, 555 is a sense of encouragement and willpower like you can you can literally look these up on google if you're interested in maybe a number that you've seen a lot or more of what we're talking about um but spiritually i guess is more of what angel numbers mean um like i just looked 555 up for example and it can mean a symbol of mercy and grace or it can mean a symbol of you need to go for and you're at this like turning point in your life so i really think more so than what the internet's going to tell you it means assigning a meaning to you can be really, like, enlighten. I don't want to say even enlightening, but just inspiring to be like, oh, I, you know, I turn to the clock at dinner time and I see 555, like, this means that, you know, I'm going to have a good night or I'm going to pay attention to it and I'm going to be intentional about how I mm-hmm. feel or finding peace or maybe you're about to send an email that you were nervous to send and you see your angel number, you're like, there's my little boost of confidence that I need. Um, so what do you think? Yeah, I completely agree with you there. I think that like anything kind of within the spiritual realm, however much power you give to it is how much power it's going to have over your life. Mm -hmm. So I would equate it to kind of like if you go see a psychic and your psychic is telling you, hey, this is going to happen tomorrow, then you're so in your head about it and you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen tomorrow. I'm so excited. By the power of attraction and by the power of you going and seeking that thing out it is more likely that that thing will probably happen because now it's on your brain as before it probably wasn't even in like your mind before wasn't even and thought, so I yeah. feel like yeah so I think that it's really interesting with angel numbers because angel numbers are something that obviously can be seen as coincidental coincidental you can look at the clock and it'll say 555 and then you can look on your car mileage and it'll say 555 miles. New car. Woo. Um, or, you know, <laughs> something mileage. like that. I know. <laughs> so it is it is really interesting. And so for me, I actually, Emma, if you don't mind, I kind of want to share my personal antidote yeah, that I've course. had um, with angel numbers. And Emma's heard this story. And I haven't really shared this story with many people. Um, but it's very interesting because I always thought that angel numbers had to be three – a group of three and they had to be all the same number mm-hmm. so I thought it had to be like 777 or 888 or 111 or something like that and so when I was in high school I had like heard of angel numbers but they weren't really like very popular yet they weren't 
um, very talked about. And my senior year of high school, I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go to college like every other senior. And the only twist was that I had a little bit of a different senior year of high school just to due to an inciting incident that had happened earlier on in my high school experience. Um, and so my senior year of high school, in complete transparency, was amazing in a lot of ways, but mentally was the lowest point I've been at. And um, so I was going to therapy and I was trying to figure things out and I was really just having a lot of, I don't want to say trauma, but a lot of difficulty kind of forgiving certain people in my life Mm -hmm. based on a certain inciting incident that had happened. And everything I did, I tried really, really hard to kind of forgive these people and I couldn't forgive, I couldn't forgive and was trying to work through it. And so senior year of high school, I'm applying to colleges. And the first college I applied to was the University of Denver. I applied on opening day um, in September of fall. I guess it was 2017 at the time, which is crazy. And I heard back within a month that I had gotten accepted and that I had gotten this amazing scholarship and everything. And due to everything that was going on in my life at the time, I was like, I don't really know that I want to be that far away from my family. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I want to be in Colorado. I don't know that it's necessarily right for me. And I was just having a lot of difficulty with it. I was really struggling with where I wanted to be and, um, you know, did a lot of self-reflecting and everything. And I, like I said, I got in and I proceeded to apply to 12 different schools after this, which is crazy that shows how indecisive I was for the entirety of my senior year I saw the numbers 303 everywhere everywhere it was crazy every time I clocked into work it was 303 in the afternoon every time I like went on the lacrosse field and I was playing at a game every time I look up at the scoreboard it would say three with a zero in the middle because zero was like for the um defensive position you were in anyways and then the other team had scored three which was crazy. I would go and I would log on to Instagram and it would be like 303 Magazine is requesting to follow you. And I'd be like, that's so weird. Like, I just always saw 303. And so I looked up what 303 meant. And I'm just going to paraphrase it because I actually don't have it pulled up right now. But um, I looked up angel number 303, thinking that nothing was going to come up because I was like, it's not a three-digit number. That's all the same numbers. So yeah. I was like, it's probably not even an angel number, whatever. And I looked it up, and essentially, I don't know, Emma, if you have it pulled up. Emma was texting me about it earlier. But essentially, the premise of it was just that you're willing to forgive and find peace with your past and you're able to forgive people you're able to forgive individuals you're able to forgive situations and you're able to establish a sense of peace and I was like huh like that's that's really interesting like Like, ironically just what you need (laughs) yeah I was like ironically that is and I again didn't think it was an angel number because I was like um I don't know I was just like I think it's fine like I it's just a number whatever And so then I was still trying to decide where to go to school. And I got a call one day. I was on my way to the lacrosse field. Mm -hmm. I was on um, my way to a lacrosse game. I was sitting in the bus and I got a number, area code 303. And I picked up and they were like, hey, like, uh, this is the University of Denver admissions office. We're actually wondering, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, interesting. And um, they were like, we're just calling to check in and see, like, if you're putting down your deposit, like anything like that. And I was like, huh like 
okay. And I was like, I haven't really thought about it. Hung up the call. And I looked up in my phone. I was like, Denver area codes. <laughs> Denver Metropolitan, one of their area codes, they have two. One's um, 720. And the other one is 303. That's and the story just blows my it's, mind. It blows it's my so mind. insane to me because it was a full year of me struggling so hard with where I wanted to go just based on where I was mentally at this point in time. It was a lot of prayer, self-reflection, like really digging deep. And I was like, so, and I really remember, I literally remember one night, like at the time I was a super, not religious, but I've, I've always been kind of a spiritual person. I remember praying and being like, can you please just send me a sign? Because like my heart's telling me one thing, my head's telling me another, like, I don't know what to do. And it was that week that I got a call from University of Denver. They were my only college that called me code. from 303. That is crazy. so <laughs> it is it's wild. And so that's one thing is like I like I said, like you were saying, I feel like it's one of those things where it has as much power as you give it. I could have easily been like, yeah, I don't really want to go to DU. You're like, like I'm not gonna. And I <laughs> and and it also wasn't one of those things where I only went to this school because I had seen 303, 303, you yeah. know, like it wasn't like that either. But I feel like it really just goes back to it's the push that you what needed. you feel yeah. in your yeah, what you feel in your heart and what way you want to proceed. And then this number kind of it shares with you what you need to hear sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I love how you phrase that. Um, I actually pulled up the meaning that we were texting about earlier, the exact like um, definition from Angel Numbers Meaning website. So very official. Um, but it says yes. that Angel Number 303 brings symbolism of peace and serenity. When someone repeatedly sees the number 303, this means that their guardian angel wants them to find peace with everything and everyone, even people who hurt them or angered them in the past. And I actually brought this up without even knowing this story. Yeah, this is wild. Emma hadn't heard this story yet. <laughs> I hadn't heard the story yet. And I like looked up, you know, angel number because we were trying to, you know, go through this for the episode. And I was like, well, I just looked, I was looking through some numbers and I saw 303 meant peace. And you were like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you this story and what that number means to me. So people are Instagram posts, you'll see 303 yes. in there, but that's just incredible. And um, I love, you know, the just reiterating how you really can make it what it means to you. But looping back to our kind of first portion of this episode, just those times where you're, you're feeling really heavy, it does help and it's not a bad thing to kind of cling on to something that gives you some positive light and I think every angel number I think 777 is just like economic prosperity or I think it's it means abundance is the correct word it means abundance so whether that's wealth a friend of happiness like it can kind of be whatever you make it and I love how they can apply to a lot of different things it's not just like you're going to wake up with a million dollars. It's like you're going to have an abundance <laughs> in your life. And you can kind of, let's say you start to have an abundance of people asking you to hang out. And you can be like, oh, there's my lucky 777. And I think it's like a more spiritual spend on just lucky numbers. Because yeah, I do think, I mean, there is coincidences in things. But you can't ignore things that are repetitive. You can't, you can't act like things aren't intentional or you're not kind of meant to see them because I do believe in you know kind of listening to what the universe has to tell you and because it definitely it definitely you know it's speaking to us and we're having to navigate it but it's I mean it's where we are it's it's our life and we're interconnected in a lot of ways 
Yeah, and I think that it's really interesting too because people give kind of tying back to what you were saying, like you can kind of see these numbers as kind of like your spiritual lucky numbers. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people misinterpret or misassign meanings to a lot of numbers. And one number that I actually want to talk about, um, just because I've had actually a couple of friends in the past couple of weeks um, bring this up to me, which I thought was really interesting, just like in casual conversation. And I never thought that this was something we'd be discussing on the podcast. And I am very superstitious, so it makes me nervous. But um, is kind yeah. of the misconception <laughs> about the number 666. So obviously that number is um, has some negative implications, is often tied to, um, you know, not, not some great things, and it's often a taboo topic. Um, but I actually have had some friends in the past who, in the past week or so actually, who have been like, hey, I've been seeing this number a lot, and it's – for lack of better words, freaking me the F out because I don't want to see this number. Like, I want my angel number to be eight. I want my angel number to be, like, one, one, one. Like, I want something, like, pure or something positive. Like, I don't want this, like, for lack of better words, like, demonic angel number, you know? And so I started doing some research into it because I was like, well, like, I – it is a scary thought, like, to be seeing that number a lot, especially if you are superstitious or you are super spiritual – And so it really came up after I was talking to my old roommate and she didn't mention this number or anything, but I was talking to my my old roommate and she was discussing how she was falling asleep one night and she had, I think I've talked about this in the podcast maybe, or I've talked about this to you, but she had sleep paralysis and she saw the sleep paralysis demon and she felt very like trapped in her own body and it really freaked her out. And she was like, yeah, like I was like awake, but I wasn't awake and Yeah, and she was, like, it was just one of the scariest things. And, like, she was actually with her boyfriend, and she was, like, my boyfriend was right next to me. And, like, I couldn't even reach over and be, like, hey, help me because, like, I couldn't move. Like, I was just stunned. And I was, like, that's crazy. Like, that's so insane. And so I started looking up a little bit about sleep paralysis and a lot about, like, sleep paralysis demons. And, you know, because people say that they see the figures. I fortunately have never had a sleep paralysis demon. Um But I started doing some research into that, and then when I started having friends ask me about this kind of demonic angel number, I did research into that, and I thought that it was really interesting because all of the articles I was reading about the angel number, not the demonic form, but the angel number 666, 666, my brain doesn't want me to say it, (laughs) is don't be afraid if you see 666, but do know that this is a sign from the angels that it is your time to wake up. Your time to wake up to a higher spiritual truth, return to balance, refocus on being present in the moment, and take your next step on your personal spiritual path to heal your mind, body, spirits, and emotions. Which I thought was really interesting because it kind of tied back to like what I was talking about with my old roommate where she was like, I just can't wake up. I just can't wake up. Like, I don't know what to do. And it almost, you know, you hear about the sleep paralysis demon where you can't wake up. And now this number is like, hey, it's time for you to wake the hell up. Like, you need to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so interesting how it's kind of, you know, the anecdote of your roommate and then coupled with kind of what an angel number can mean because I definitely hear it in negative connotations, but it seems oh, like yeah. it's, less, it's less negative and more constructive potentially to it's be like... More, yeah, it's more so like a warning in a sense of like, hey, like 
figure like it's not like oh my gosh you need to be scared but more so like it's not like, like you're you doomed need to wake up yeah it's not like a yeah doom doomsday kind of message it's more of like a hey like there might you might need to wake up to a new opportunity that's coming or hey you may need to wake up and realize that this relationship you're in is toxic like more about opening your eyes becoming exactly aware and really like I guess getting a big picture of your surroundings and maybe what you need to fix about it and less like less scary that kind of took a dark path but um I I do love that you mentioned how that is not necessarily a like that's not something to be scared of by any means because all angel numbers are so different and just like we were talking about with the other ones like they're kind of how you apply them and I don't Mm -hmm. think it's I don't think it'd be fair to you know, let them control your life or just really, like, base your life around these numbers because in the end they just are numerical values, but um, using them for good in your own life and using them as signs I think can be really cool and pay attention to how your body feels, pay attention to your gut instinct, and that's really how you decipher them and go about them. Yeah, and I I think that it kind of just comes back to, like, I mean, people ultimately, us included, see and hear what they want to see and hear. And so you're going to get out of it what you want to get out of it. So, (laughs) you know, it's like a fortune cookie. (laughs) People are so, like, selfish in an extent. And not even, like, selfish as in, like, I want to go to the restaurant that I want to go to. But just, like, we really are always, like, thinking about how stuff fits into your life. It's kind of how, like, if someone's trying to get you, give you constructive criticism, like, you often, like, you as in human rights as a whole like you'll get defensive over it because you're like well like I didn't think there was anything wrong with what I was doing or whatever so it really is like in the end you're gonna assign it to whatever purpose you want it to and whether that's you know giving it absolutely no hold over your life or potentially giving it too much hold on over your life you're really gonna do with it what you want but um connecting our two kind of portions of that we really just want to talk about you know, this as a way to, you know, be aware of how you're feeling, I guess, because I feel like it does, it is in those moments that, you know, I would see 555 that I took a second to, like, kind of reflect or think and allow myself to kind of open up to what it was meaning or even if I didn't know what it was meaning at all. I mean, I was definitely young, too. I feel like I'm much more, like, spiritually conscious now, but um, just being like, okay, like, this is... I don't really know why I'm saying this, but it kind of it kind of makes me feel good. Yeah, and it allows you, I feel like in a certain sense to ask yourself that question of like yeah. when you when you start when you make the conscious effort and you like start seeing it everywhere to actually sit back and be like, "Okay, I have seen this everywhere." Like not more or less what do they have in common, but more so like, "Okay, I've been seeing this and when I see these numbers, this is what I think of." And then it's like, okay, why am I thinking this way? Why is my brain going down this path? Clearly, this is kind of hiding under the surface right now and I need to address it. Or um, why, how come I am, like, super excited to, like, look it up and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, inclined to change my life in this way because my angel number told me. You know, like, it kind of allows you to take that step back. Um, And so just really allowing yourself to feel your feelings and, just wrapping up this episode, you guys. I know that it was a little bit of a different topic than we usually do. Um, yeah, but it was fun. We're I really, enjoyed it. It was very fun. I enjoyed it as well, and I feel like it's all stuff that we like to learn and grow. And Emma and I were actually just talking about this today. Like, 
obviously it's super fun to sit here and talk to you guys about things going on in our life and like things that we're interested in and everything but ultimately at the end of the day like we want to learn right there alongside you guys so it was really cool like doing this research and learning a little bit about angel numbers and I would definitely be um open to having someone on maybe in the future as a guest talking a little bit more about um you know certain yeah let us know what you guys think we did do a poll earlier today about you know asking what your angel numbers are and those numbers that you see all the time um but please like keep DMing us, keep participating in our polls, letting us know kind of your take on our episodes. We'd love to chat with you about your opinions. And I really just do think like angel numbers are a, they open a window to just like your conscious that already exists. So I don't yeah. even think it's, cre- it's not, and these are all obviously opinions, but I don't even feel like it's creating something as as much as it's allowing you to feel what you feel or acknowledge what's already in your conscious which goes back around to just those that emotional baggage you're carrying the things that you're struggling with allowing yourself to feel it allowing yourself to acknowledge it and being able to express it and not feeling guilty about it because you deserve um you deserve as much attention as, you know, you give other people, especially, you know, I've, I don't know if you know about the word empath. You know, those people that, um, empath is a term. Are you wearing a shirt that says empathy? Shut I'm up. Wearing, I'm literally, literally wearing shut a shirt up. that I says empathy. I didn't even notice that. That's so funny. I was like, do you know the word yeah. empath? She's wearing a blue sweatshirt yeah, with I'm wearing, lots my of colored actually letters always. that say empathy right now. So my same, if you guys listened to last week's episode, my same friends who always like talk about boss baby vibes, they always make fun of me. Not really make fun of me, but like jokingly make fun of me because I wear this sweatshirt all the time and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so annoyed at this situation situation or whatever and they'll be like come on Maddie like have some empathy and I'm like okay be quiet like whatever anyways sorry continue with your empath. No I was just saying empath empath is a term um I think it's actually I don't know if it's like a diagnosable kind of term for someone but just on like a general scale it just means someone who really takes on the emotions of others like if let's say Maddie was sad and I was with her I could not like be happy until she was happy like I would really like embody how she was feeling um and I don't think that's necessarily always like it that's not always the goal but it is finding those people that will be able to relate you and support you and you don't have to you know be an empath and be down when they're down but you at you know as we're sitting here talking about this we have to take responsibility for ourselves to be those supportive people to other people being the friends that people think they can come to to talk about their problems with but also like it's just as important that you have those people that are going to do the same for you and support you so I think that's wrapping up the episode for today yes that was a great great little episode yeah so much love and like we said at the beginning of the episode we have two more episodes left for you guys in season three and then the whole world is changing for season four very big changes it's going to be super exciting and yeah, I don't think we have any other housekeeping things. I will go ahead and plug our um, Huga Instagram and then I'll let Emma do our personals. But our Huga Girls Instagram is at Huga Girls Podcast, which is H Y G G E Girls Podcast. And then personal Instagrams, you can find me at Emma Roof, Emma with two A's, and Roof at the top of a house or like a top of a house on Instagram and TikTok. And Maddie. 
I am Maddie underscore bears on pretty much everything. So M-A-D-I underscore B-A-R-E-S. Perfect. So definitely connect with us. Keep engaging on, um, you know, personal Instagrams, Hooga Girls Instagrams, all the things. And we'll be back with you guys next week for another new episode. And until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay Hooga. Bye, guys. <laughs>